Welcome. This talk was recorded at Insight LA in Long Beach. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit us at InsightLA.org. And um, thank you so much for a very nice introduction. Um, second thing that anything that I say today is too obvious in your practice. Please forgive me because this is my first time I meet everybody here. Um, I've met you and you in all the group a couple of times, but I do not know um, what you've been through in your practice. So if too obvious, please forgive me. Um, so um, are you loud enough? Can everybody hear? Okay, a little louder. Uh, I'll see okay. a little louder. Okay. Um, so. Um, I started to practice in meditation with Vipassana practice in 1994 and um, I've been back and forth between um, America, American uh, Meditation Center like IMS and um, back to Burma like Shulmin and Paditarama with Sayadaw Banita and uh, Lumbor uh, Sumedo in Thailand too. But um, the main teacher is Sayada Utechaniya. He's the one that has really encouraged me to bring back the practice into the daily life. And um, I'm an architect, so also like everybody, a woman, a wife, uh, whatsoever, like everybody know that the whole bundle. So, um, but my question is always, when I start with Sayada Ubeanita, that the practice is really great, experience is great. But um, I couldn't bring it back into life. Like, how do I do that when I go to the office? But um, when I start to practice with Sayada Uteshaniya, is um, the way he teach that is make me think like I can do this when I go back to America. I can do this when I'm sorry to say this, but even when you making love, you still be aware. Um, so the way he teaching us that and always questioning. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. If you close your eye, he will ask you, why you close your eye? And he should say, okay, next time open my eyes. And he asks, then why you open your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you get to know what you're doing. And um, when you're doing it, you will understand the benefit of it. And then you will like, do and continue to do it or abandon it. So that's, that I love the way he's doing it. So let's talk a little bit about um, how the life in uh, Burma, the monastery that I was there. Um, um, there's two different centers. One is called Shuomin, and the other one is called Dhamma Vipacha. And the Shuomin have the tradition from Sayadaw Shuomin. Um, we have table, table of, uh, the timetable for sitting and walking. It starts from 4 o'clock in the morning and end officially at 10 o'clock, but nobody stayed there till 10. <laughs> so 9 o'clock, everybody go back room. Uh, but you have to start from 4. That's, uh, we have two meals, uh, breakfast and uh, lunch. Um, when you come there, you just ask for permission before you come. And when you show up in the door, if um, you already asked, then you already have room. But if you have not asked, they will turn you down if there's no more room for uh, a yogi. You will um, give, 
be given for the net that you're sitting because a lot of mosquito uh, all the bad um, stuff for uh, like sleeping like net for sleeping uh, blanket pillow all that and um, it depends on the season if the season is really a busy season we will um, have like 10 day and then interview with Sayadaw but if it's um, a kind of um, not too many people, then you have four days that you have to interview. The interview is in the group, just like this. And um, Sayadaw will just start from you, and then you, and then you keep going. <laughs> and then um, if you don't have anything to say, one time, okay. Second time, he will ask, why don't you have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you come there, he say, this is not the hotel. So you come there, you practice. You not come there just for fun or making friends. Um, he's not very strict like Sayara Ubanita. He will let you do whatever you want to do. You can read, you can walk, you can talk. Um, you walk with the space that you feel comfortable with, like um, fast, slow, or whatsoever. But he will come to ask you why you walk too slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the next day you walk a little bit faster and he say, how do you feel? So. He's always encouraged you to investigate wh why you're doing that and what do you learn from it. So, it's one time that is very funny. Um, on like us, we here we wash clothes by machine. Over there we wash clothes by hand, and then we uh, try by the sun. One time I give uh, come to the interview and I told him like my clothes today is all wet and dirty. Because when I put my clothes on, somebody took the clip to put on their clothes. <laughs> and when I come back, my clothes is on the floor, <laughs> all wet and dust. So, and then he asked me, um, what do you think? And I say, ah, of course I want my clip. <laughs> and he say, um, but she want your clip too. <laughs> I didn't understand whatever he said. I completely say, Hello. <laughs> I was expecting him to give me some instruction or like it's common to us that it's mine and I want to keep it clean. Uh, but um, for a long time after I practiced, at one time that I came back and I was in college, and on that day, I waiting for my parking spot. And there's another student come in and take my spot. Hmm. And then it's happened three times continuously. <laughs> so, and then I just remember what he said. Because she wanted to, right? So I just say, oh yeah, because they wanted to. So what I'm doing right now, ah, what my value at this point? Do I want to take care of my own anger? Or I want the club? Or I want the parking spot? So it depends on the value at the moment that your mind um, actually feel at that point. If I want a clip, go ahead. Tell her, confront with her, take it back. If I want a spot, go ahead. Get out of the car and talk to that student. But if you really want to learn to take care of your own problem in right, right now, the feeling, then you take care of that. The clip, the spot of the parking is their problem. It's not your problem. So it took me a long time to understand mm -hmm. that. Um, so um, it's, it's 
he's a great teacher. He will ask you nothing about Buddha teaching, nothing about um, in the book or anything. He will ask you about eating, um, toileting, washing your clothes and everything. And um, that instrument center, the Indama Vibhacha Center, that's his center. And the way he organized in his center is different. Like he doesn't have any timetable. Um, everybody come there, they will be assigned a job. So um, in the morning when you get a job, you wake up, you do it uh, in the way that they assign you, like what time during the day. And um, you choose your time when you sit or when you walk. Um, that one time when I was there and I was picking up uh, grass in the garden, and um, I just feel like, oh, it's almost time to go to the Dharma Hall and sit. And suddenly, when i about to raise my hand to look at them and say, I'm aware right now, so what's the point of sitting here aware or going there to be aware? What's the difference? Mm -hmm. and, and he just walking by and I'm looking at him, I say, I understand you. And, just, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just look at me like, what you doing? <laughs> so um, the next day for the interview, I told him that and he said, now you understand. Mm. Dharma is not about sitting, walking, but it's a quality of mind. Mm. So being aware it doesn't have to be in front of Buddha. Being aware is not a technique. Being aware is a quality of the mind. So if you have that quality of the mind, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if um, you be angry or you be generous. You can be aware of that because when, um, let's say we are, when we talk, right? When we talk, we, uh, we express whatever we think. So when we think, it's actually the expression of the quality of the mind. So um, he will ask you very general question like, um, you brush your teeth, you, so when you brush your teeth, what hand you brushing? Like my right hand. So and then, what did you do with your left hand? <laughs> and then if you can answer that question, he will ask then, did you stand straight or you stand not straight? So he keeps asking you the question until you realize that awareness is in, within you, it's not around you. But and then I, someday when I give him all that kind of answer, and then he come back and say, do you know that the person next to you was not sitting today? Then you say that I only pay attention to myself. <laughs> and um, so he gives you a balance that you've been aware. We only have six objects to aware, right? Everybody knows that, right? Yeah, so um, with six objects that we've been aware, but we also, because we're aware that we know things around us too. So if you're too slow, you don't do in the way, like normal way that you live in, uh, in your home, then it's very hard for you to carry on the practice. So um, that's what I learned about from him. And um, I really like the way he teaches. And so um, just that much. <laughs> um, is there anything that everybody like to ask? Uh, what did you do with uh, fear? Fear? Um, 
where before you when you have fear that's a feeling right um, before you come to fear you already have thought the thinking so when you it depend on the level of the feeling if it's too strong you go back to your um, natural like neutral object like you follow your body sensation or your breath um, or just hearing but um, if it's nice like it's not very strong then you can choose to use the concentration like you want to use concentration to calm it down a bit then if it's not and your awareness is very good and the fear is not very strong then you actually can look at it so he always gives the example like this let's say you go in out and have a fight right if you good stay and fight if you not run away <laughs> so any feeling before we have a feeling there's a thought there's thinking process so don't wait until your house is burning then you try to suppress the fire do it before it happens then the fire is small, then we can easy to control it. So, but when it's too, when it's too late, we already overwhelmed of that, then run away. <laughs> Use a neutral object to calm the mind down, and then uh, use concentration to calm the mind down. It depends on that level, uh, in the moment. Park in someone's event, and, and so each time it brought you to awareness, right? Yeah. About what you were feeling. I missed that part about. Um, well, first of all, did you ever get a parking space? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you ever get a parking space? Um, yes, on the second time. Oh, second time. <laughs> time. I'm watching and watching until like, okay, now is the chance. I have to make decision. Like it's time to go in. Yeah. So the part I think I missed is when you when you were watching yourself and they kept coming in and picking you know the spot you were headed for, then you said something about you could get out and confront them or you could just watch or what was the last part? Um, I say it's I can get out and confront with them or I can watch my feeling yeah. right now. Um, so it depend depend on the um, the moment that which one that you value more. Yeah, so um, because on that day I have quiz. So mm -hmm. I cannot say I'm watching my mic until it comes completely gone because I will miss my quiz. Mm -hmm. So it's have to be balanced, mm -hmm. like be realistic in conventional life and, and your practice. Well, thank you. And then the second one uh, that kind of goes off from that, what does your teacher say or what's your experience in um, when, uh, let's see, when to be and when, when to be active in the world, you know, and, um, like you were saying, your teacher was saying, come back and bring this to the world, you know, be in the world, not like on the mountaintop or right, you know, and so with all the stuff that goes on politically right now or in the world, you know, I think a lot of us are going through a lot of different things and, um, and maybe it's the same answer, you know, around just noticing and 
and taking a step when you feel like that's what's in your path and true to your experience. But is there anything you can say about that? Yeah, um, like we talking about just Las Vegas last week. Yes. Um, a lot of us feel very angry for that man who did that one. And um, I remember you say it's very difficult to have compassion for him. But um, in the event like this, yes, all we can do is just give our meta to people who are suffering because of his action. But um, in the personal level, we can say easily, like, I don't like the guy, he did wrong thing. Mm -hmm. But in the, the, the reality level, we're talking about a mi the mind, the quality of mind, and a body. So actually, your meta is not given to a man. The meta that you want to, you have sympathy not to the man. You have sympathy to his suffering. Mm -hmm. Because the suffer that he has, Yes. So the condition he was born, like no one of us was born, like we can choose our parent, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot choose your parents, you cannot choose what color you're going to be born with, all of that. So think about a kid who was born in the family who allowed them to punch in the wall when he angry. The allow, like nobody he can talk to, or nobody, all condition he has. Like right now, the condition we have right now, not many people have in it. So it's his karma to doesn't have a people who can share with or learn the thing that cannot hurt other people. Mm -hmm. So the condition he has, that we have sympathy for that. It's not a person who, who are killer. So um, honestly, I do not know the solution or I mean the answer for things go wrong in the world. Mm -hmm. but. Um, I always ask myself, what can I do at this moment? First thing, I have to be the one who feel peaceful and content first. And then with that, I, the energy around me change. Mm -hmm. And then from that, you can, your mind clear, and you can see what can you do to help. Mm -hmm. Everybody can do some little thing, and it will make a big thing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have another question if someone doesn't have one. Um, you mentioned two centers. Yes. Could you? I wasn't sure about the difference and why. Um, well, well, you picked two and then, yeah, what the difference was. Um, it's, there's no difference. Every center only allows you to stay three months max. So um, in Burma, that's, that's the rule. If you want to go from center, uh, stay there long, you have to move out of that center and come back at least one month. And Sayara Utechaniya, he have the same rule too. So his center is more like if he knows that you really practice, and he will allow you to stay as long as you want. There's people who stay there for seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was there for a whole year uh, with him because he's allowed me to stay. Mm -hmm. But with um, any other center, they only allow you to have treatment because so many students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it can go up to 500 people in the center. Wow. So it's feel very tired for him, like 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, he constantly talking and answer the question. Yeah. I heard you mention um, focusing on the breath 
focusing on sensation and then at times focusing to concentrate your mind. Mm -hmm. uh, what object do you use to concentrate your mind when there's that strong disturbance? Um, for me, I always use the body sensation. Uh, um, but it depends. It's not um, like the formula for everything mm -hmm. or for everyone. Um, usually I say, I would say that the most obvious one, let's say I was angry and I was cutting stuff on like cut, repairing meal, I was angry. So the most sensation at that time is something I hold, the mm -hmm. knife I hold in my hand. So I can pay attention on that. Or if I was just sit down and talking, the sensation is very strong on my chest. So it depends on the moment that you ask yourself, make a habit of what does the mind know right now? So the obvious will be some A uh, good thing about that, that you, it's easy to uh, be aware anytime, anywhere, but um, you don't have a habit like, like, I have to do this. If I don't do this, I, I feel bad. Like my mom, she's complaining, like, I don't have time to meditate. But what she means is, I don't have time to sit. So I told her that, Mom, actually, you have time to meditate. You don't have time to sit. So you can be aware anywhere you want to. So, um, so don't make a habit of, like, when you meditate, you have to have, like, one object. Mm -hmm. But actually, let the mind choose it itself. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for you at that time and that moment. The mind it just naturally come back to whatever it feels the most strongest one. Mm -hmm. Can you give us an example of that? Like, let's say you're in a normal sit, right? Yes. And you're trying to focus on your breath in the belly, which is how I was taught. And, um, but um, I go from, this would be normal, right? Sleepiness, mm -hmm. to planning tomorrow, to um, being annoyed because I heard a sound out of the window, to um, my shoulder aches, you know, to when is it going to be over, you know, this kind of thing. Am I describing you people? Yeah. Am I describing you? So tell us how Sayadaw and you, through your experience, would approach that. Um, does that make yes. sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, when um, the mind is not interest, it starts to wandering around. It's not interest in what it's doing. So or it's falling asleep. That's the nature of the mind. So Sayadaw Uttachaniya, he said the most thing that you always hear from him is right view, right attitude. So when you're not interested, it depends on personality. You can make yourself like question, like what am I doing here? Or what am I knowing? Uh, mm -hmm. Like what the benefit right now? But um, so you make all kind of questions that to make the mind interest in the present moment mm -hmm. and interest in what is doing. So um, that's what he say. But for sleepiness, it's very difficult because you all you want just like let me sleep, please. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my experience and Sayara used to say to um, be there to sleep in the Dhamma. <laughs> Don't feel embarrassed if you need to sleep. Try to aware as much as you can, but go all the way. Go all the way and you will see the sleepiness is actually interesting. 
It's very interesting that when you fall asleep and you try to aware, then you see the mind, how cloudy it is, the, the state of mind before sleep. It starts to talk, start to wonder, like, before we, we have a dream, right? So it starts to think about the dream. Right, start have dreaming. It's changing from thinking to dreaming, and um, the 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 mind start to like soft light. Mm -hmm. The light you pay attention to many things because we close our eyes, but we still see light, right? So you can see the lights dim little by little. So it's many things that you want to do, but because you kind of. Um, embarrassed and madame huh? so you don't want to fall asleep so you mm -hmm. keep doing that so you not really know actually what sleepiness is so be there to fall asleep in Dhamma <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bad don't feel embarrassed go all the way and when you do that another good thing that when I did that I said like next time when I see somebody to like put her mm -hmm. head or her his head down and I know how do you know that he's sleeping? What That's if true. he's learning something else? Mm -hmm. So you're not judging yourself and you're not judging others mm -hmm. because you understand, like, you never know another person's mind. Mm -hmm. You never know. <coughs> I, I heard uh, a teacher once say that um, <coughs> when you're sleepy, it's yeah. good to, you know, like, sit on the edge of something where you would fall asleep. You know, you heard yourself. And then another uh, instructor said, if you're sleepy, okay, it's all right, just go to sleep. But focus and try to be aware of the moment of falling asleep if you were inhaling or exhaling. Exactly. If you have that much focus, uh, then a lot of times it just wakes you up. Um, or, you know, you're aware to the point where you can no longer pay attention to objects and you're now asleep. Yeah. Um, I would say our teaching is wonderful, but know yourself. Know yourself at that moment. Just not know yourself for all your life. No. Mm -hmm. At that moment, are you ready to fight or you want to run away? <laughs> so if you're ready to watching your sleepiness, you fail many, many times before you actually can watch it. Mm -hmm. but or you can choose like, I'm not ready, I'm tired of falling, like try to watching it, but I am keep falling it. Get up, walk, mm. right? You, your goal is cultivate awareness. Your goal is not winning the battle. So know yourself and know your goal. So do whatever it takes to cultivate the good quality of mind. Well, I was back to your uh, uh, fight or flight. If you're dealing with a strong emotion, yes. and you'd said, you know, at some point, run away. But I wondered if you could say a little bit more about that, because I think it's so easy to be really frightened of strong emotions. And that's a, di that's a difficult call when to go back to the breath or continue with fear or anxiety, or whatever. Um, I just wondered if you'd say a little more, because the fact that it's scary, the fact that it's terrifying to stay with that is what you can spend a lifetime fighting. And at what point do you push through 
the fear, the terror, or whatever you're dealing with, and stay with it. I, I just wondered if you could say mm. some more about that. Yes. Um, the main practice of Vipassana is to have um, understanding. That's, that's the purpose. Mm -hmm. And in order to understand, under understanding, we have to have right thinking, right view. So when you have strong emotion, if you try to put concentration immediately, then um, the concentration just like magnify. It makes you even more in that emotion. Let's say you're angry, you're even more anger. Mm. If you fear, you're even more fear. So it depends on the moment. When I was so, um, so much emotion, Sayadaw told me that don't think, stop thinking. But that's not how he teach everybody. He never say that stop thinking because he know that you need to learn about your thinking then you understand what's going on in there. But for me at that moment, he said, don't think, just feel it, just feel it. So the more I think, because the, my, the momentum of thinking is so much, so he told me that just, just feel it. Whenever you know that you lost in the storyline, bring it back. As many as you can, just bring it back. And um, when you, but you always have the right view first. Like the feeling is just a feeling. It's not your feeling. Or um, he always say like, um, hearing is just hearing. It's not your hearing. It's the process. So when I keep doing that for straight two, almost three months. Mm -hmm. And then one day I told him that I'm ready to look at my feeling. Mm. So, and he say, try it. He didn't say it's good or bad or what. I said, try it. <laughs> if you cannot do it, go back to what I, I told you to do before. Now thinking, keep bring it back to body sensation or feeling. Because Vipassana is four foundation. We can do it with body, mind, and feeling. Right? So chew on that. The last one is Dharma. It's more like have um, kind of understanding. Then you can do it. But this three, everybody can do it. So. Choose one that's easy for you to put that. The purpose of doing that is um, to calm, the, to, to make the mind stop the momentum of thinking. Because it's the process. When you think something, then the feeling follow it. Mm -hmm. So the purpose is stop the process, the momentum of thinking. Okay, let me, so I, I definitely have the difference between narrative. That's when you're thinking the thoughts of what I'm scared about. Mm -hmm. But if I'm concentrating just on the feeling of terror, no narrative, no storyline, it sounds like that's a little different. Although I do hear you saying that if you get too scared, you need to go back and deflect off to something like the breath. Mm -hmm. But that if you can stay with the feeling without the narrative, that's where the understanding yes. comes in. Yes, yes. If you can stay with the feeling right now, mm -hmm. stay with that. Because when you feel the feeling, it's a process. It will change. Mm -hmm. When we mm -hmm. say that we think, we think, <coughs> then we feel, right? But actually, when we start, no thinking, but actually there's still thinking. There's such, um, very subtle thinking that is so quick that we, it's not become a chattering in mm -hmm. our mind. So, but we could review. Let me tell you one of my experience that uh, we are afraid of ghosts. One time I was in um, Kalor, 
that the center is only me and two monks. Um, the center is really, really big. I don't know how big it is, but it's, it's like a forest. And I'm the only uh, yogi there and two monks there. So we practice separately. We don't go into Dharma Hall. We practice in our room. One night, I get out and I say that, okay, I'm going to check on my fear. Let's see how it works. And at night, I go up the hill, go all the way to the pagoda. Oh my God, I'm so scared. Mm. <laughs> I just want to run back to my room as fast as I can. In the forest, there's no light. I, all I have is just my flashlight. Mm -hmm. I go upstairs and go up, 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 and then stay in there. I just keep have an image that somebody is standing next to me, behind me, that mm -hmm. have no face. Just I just have that image. And um, I just say, okay, I'm so scared. What can I do now? I'm watching the fear, and I'm seeing that all I want to do is just run, run, run. But I, I ask myself, yeah, you want to run, but what about if you turn back and looking at it? Hmm. Can you do that? You die anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you are so scared, you die anyway. So why don't you just turn around and look? And yes, I take all my gut, turn around, there's nothing. <laughs> so I cannot tell you at what point that you can do that. Hmm. But just like I say, if at that moment, you see that you can investigate your thinking or your feeling, then do it. Because nobody died because of meditation. Nobody. <laughs> so, and then late after that night, I start to see that um, in the morning, because in my room there's a window, but I don't have a curtain. So whenever I change, I always have a feeling somebody looking at it. Mm -hmm. So I start watching that so many times. And I start to see the connection. In the morning, the gold is white. At night, the gold is black. Mm -hmm. So I start to see, oh, the mind start to make a concept. Like, why the gold, the, the ghost not being black in the morning and at night cannot be white? <laughs> <laughs> so you start to investigate and you see how the mind funny that make all kinds of sense, that make our fear. So, it depends on the time that you can see, like, when can you do it, when you cannot. But honestly, on that three months, it's taken me many, many times to get out of my room at night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's the last time before I get out of that forest. So, Elsie, do you want to do the um, speaking, the, the way Sidao teaches speaking? Yes. We have about, say, 10 or 15 minutes for that. Would that be enough? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, the one thing I'd really like to share with everybody that uh, we, I learned that uh, when we talk, that's the thing we do a lot in our daily life. But can we bring awareness into talking? So um, practice talking meditation is very helpful in our daily life. So let's say put ourselves in a group of two. One is A and the other is B. When I ring the bell, A talk, B listen. And then we have start time for sitting, a few minutes, and then we ring a bell and then B talk, A listen. And then you can see when the other person talk, you see how your mind running and what the feeling is. And when you talk, 
you can feel how you want to say the urge of saying things. So be aware of that and try to practice a little bit now. And when you go home, you can practice that with your spouse or children uh, at work. What should we talk about? Um, whatever you like to talk about. Like, because whatever you like to talk, you will have an urge of talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're looking a little bit at desire. Yes. Yes. At desire, at creating, yes. at wanting to be seen yes. or not wanting to be seen. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. All that so great stuff that we Motivation do. behind the talking. Why you talk and why you want to say that or can you aware something when you're talking? So to those who was talking, how many people are aware of your voice and the speed of your talking? Wonderful. How many people are aware of your feeling or motivation? Awesome. Great. So this is the formula for talking. So now it's, turn, it's the turn for B talking, A listening. Remember that the formula is 50-50. The person in front of you, I'm sorry to say this, but not important as you are. <laughs> so keep 50% for yourself knowing yourself, and then 50% for the other person. Mm. Don't give them all. Mm. Okay? Ready for three minutes? Oh. How many people feel like, I'm not finishing what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you see, this is what the de defilement when we talk. It's very difficult to be aware when we talk. And what, the urge of saying things or finishing stuff. So that's how when we have disagreement when we go home or go to work, because we want to bring out mm. there, let people know who I am, what I am, right? So remember your goal. Remember that the talking is just a practice for building your awareness, not the storyline that's important. In, in our daily life, the story is important, mm -hmm. but keep it 50-50. Um, so last thing I want to say that many of us um, don't see the difference in Buddha teaching, like his practice and his wisdom. We always say, take, take whatever he teaches us um, about defilement, attachment, all of that, and we apply in it. We're doing that. But actually, we not really understand what that is because that is wisdom. There's a cause and effect. So actually, we should, the question we should ask ourselves, what did he do to get that wisdom? So actually, we need to learn from him as his practice. Then we gain our own wisdom. His wisdom is only the compass for us, but we cannot take it and use it. So ask yourself every day that why you practice and how you carry on your practice is a prince, not Buddha. Mm -hmm. What did he do? Just like we cooking something, right? We taste and good. So we want to add the recipe. We don't want to ask that person give us their stuff, <laughs> right? So same thing with practice. Don't take Buddha's wisdom and practice his wisdom. Mm -hmm. 
practice with his practice. That's why I like it. You have just listened to a recording from Insight LA in Long Beach. For more information, please visit us at insightla.org.